Hi, Paul. Hello, Janina. <laughs> Here we are. Catching up with me uh, in, in this little quiet corner at uh, Mobile World Congress. Yeah. And the, yeah, actually, we are, this is the VIP section. We, we are in the VIP section. Yeah. Don't tell anyone, they'll throw <laughs> us out. Well, the VIP section is quite empty now. It's one hour to go before yep. Mobile World Congress uh, closes this time. Yeah, I think the VIPs zipped their way yeah. onwards into the wild blue yonder. Yeah. It's been quite a good week, hasn't it? It's been a very busy week. Yeah. Uh, lots of things happening here on, in, 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 the, in the stand. Mm -hmm. I haven't been outside. I've been locked up all the time. Working with uh, your so analyst so relations. So you'll have to tell me what's been going on the, in the rest of the world. But, yeah. but uh, here on the booth, it's been very busy. Yeah. And uh, I think... Uh, Can we start off with uh, just describing, the, like you said, the booth? <laughs> Which we'll start, sounds we'll like... start one step beyond. Yeah. Mobile World Congress, yeah. 200,000 square meters of, of exhibition space. Eight big hangars. Eight big hangars, yeah. You could uh, you could uh, hide a few jumbo jets in here. Yeah. Uh, and uh, is it somewhere like 100,000 visitors? I haven't seen this year's numbers, but it's a lot of people. Yeah. And, and we a like lot to of companies. And a lot of them want to come and talk to us, and mm -hmm. a lot of them do. Yeah. Uh, we get uh, thousands of people come through the stand every day mm. and uh, that maybe tells you something about how big the stand is here. We have 6,000 square meters mm. of exhibition space in, uh, in, uh, in Hall 2, there are eight halls. And how can um, we, is there any way we can simplify that? Eight, uh, 6,000 6, square, square meters, meters is a hundred times the size of my apartment. <laughs> It's a hundred of Paul's apartments. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So the, that's uh, that, that gives you that gives you a, a rough idea of, of yeah. how much space we've got. And we have something like a, a hundred different uh, demonstrations of uh, technology and industry and consumer use cases. We have meeting rooms. We have uh, we have cafes for people to uh, to meet and restaurants. And we have staff rooms. And we have the VIP section. And we have the VIP <laughs> section with, uh, with comfy sofas and, uh, yes. and rooms for important meetings. For Im very important meetings and uh, contract signing. Yeah, uh, contract signing. Yeah. We've done some of that. Or We've done some of that. Not me personally, but... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we weren't involved, but uh, we just signed our 14th uh, 5G Deal. Deal with US, yeah. US Cellular. Yeah, US Cellular this time, an American and, uh, operator. And, and also this week, uh, 5G with uh, STC, with Uredo. Which is, uh, yeah, Saudi Arabia Telecom. Yeah. And uh, Uredo, which is uh, also a Middle Eastern company based in uh, uh, UAE, the uh, yeah, United Arab United Emirates. A, yeah. Thank you, Paul. <laughs> Thank you, Janina. And one more. Uh, it is a lot. And All, one more, uh, it is yeah, a lot. One more Middle East. It is a lot. Yeah. Uh, and and Etisalat, in fact, have the booth. And right. they are in Oman. They're in Oman. Okay. Oh, well, they're, in lots of, they're in lots of oh, places. I think. But uh, uh, they actually have a booth just down the corridor here, so I, uh, I guess we didn't have to go very far for the signing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just came up here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so if we describe the booth. If we describe the booth, um, it's like a hangar or a mm -hmm. big studio. Uh, and, and, and this year it's uh, it's kind of uh, fairly op open space. Some years we have a 
we have it kind of divided and have like a piece of front for, for consumer pieces. But it's a big, a big open space. You come in uh, and you see uh, the, the the floor in front of you. This year we have a big a big thing in the middle which we call the drum, uh, and uh, that's a kind of multifunctional space which has uh, you know, uh, displays and uh, rolling uh, visuals on it. Um, it has a place where uh, where our consultants uh, gather to meet and greet customers and take them on tours. Uh, and we've also used it for the band. Yes. The band. Mm -hmm. So we've. Uh, we've that's the that's the amazing thing here. So uh, we have had live band taking over. <laughs> what is it? Once every two hours. Once an hour or once every yeah. two hours. Playing different songs. Half a live band. Half a live band, yes. Yeah. So we've uh, the the band's been playing here on the stand, uh, mostly old pop music. Yeah. Old, old pop music means like my generation, <laughs> but, but yeah. not the Who. <clears throat> <laughs> no. yeah. uh, so covers of, of, of old tracks, but uh, the band is actually in two places, mm. and uh, that's just to demonstrate uh, you know, how good the latency is in, in 5G connection. Yeah. So, so it's streamed live on 5G, mm. and combined with the live stream, from, which is coming to us from the Vodafone booth, uh, which is one of the many places around the around uh, Barcelona where uh, they've been having well, Ericsson 5G. Yeah, but th it's many places at Mobile Congress, at least, you can say. Yo. <laughs> Not Barcelona. So, uh, the band. Uh, we, of course, in our own stand, have a 5G network, a live 5G network that we're using. And it was it different slices of different spectrum bands of for we, different things? Uh, yeah, we, we have a number of demonstrations, mm -hmm. and uh, maybe we'll talk in a, in a moment. We've got uh, the biggest collection of 5G devices you're going to see this side of uh, this side, you know, this year probably. Um, and uh, many of those are running live. In fact, pretty much all of those are running live yeah. on 5G. Yeah. Uh, but they're devices that are designed for a wide range of different uh, spectrum bands. Mm. So we've actually got live 5G on multiple spectrum bands, oh. running you know anything up to 39 gigahertz. Right. Um, which, if you listen to the Spectrum episode, you'll know that's like right at the top end, very yeah. very quick. Mm. Um, and that's actually the smartphone that you used to tweet from. Isn't it, Janina? I'm very, very happy to, yeah, to do the what we think is the first live tweet over a commercial 5G network, and it was here live. From yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I think somebody might have done it before, but uh, but yeah. here at Barcelona, here at Barcelona, no, I've not seen so. anyone do that. Yeah. Uh, so, um, but yeah, we got uh, we got smartphones. We have. We uh, have, and that's. I mean, that was my goal, end goal at Barcelona, touch a 5G smartphone. Smart I've touched so many Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I think when it comes to smartphones and, and things, I mean, there are two things that have been big in Barcelona this week. Yeah. One is folding smartphones. Oh, yes. And I have to say, we don't have a folding smartphone. Yet. No, we didn't get one of those, no. Uh, but the other thing is 5G smartphones. And uh, before the show, we heard about the launch of this, uh, the, the Samsung smartphone. and. Samsung, for some reason, we don't have one of those on the stand. I can't understand it. Uh, but we do have. Uh, 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 so it's from LG? 
we do have a LG smartphone. Yeah. Yeah. Which we're showing on a demonstration together with uh, t together with um, Sprint. Uh, and I think that's probably the smartphone which they will use when they when they launch 5G services in uh, in May. Um, so that, you know that's that one. We have uh, the massive MIMO uh, smartphone device from uh, from uh, Sony. Yeah. Uh, that's a nice nice looking phone. Mm. Uh, big screen. Uh, and then we have uh, something from Oppo yes. as, as well on right. the stand. Yeah, that one we talked about. It's one, yeah. of, one of the early ones, yeah, that uh, was announced. Yeah. That's one of the early ones that's announced. And, and then we've got some other devices which are 5G. So we have some uh, fixed wireless access devices from uh, some of the, uh, the other, uh, you know, fixed wireless access. Uh, it's not a smartphone. It's it's the device that you put on in your premises. Mm. Uh, so uh, actually to go inside. Uh, and we one of one of those which I thought was really interesting is from Netcom. Uh, we work with Netcom in Australia already, for instance, for fixed wireless access and 4G. Uh, and uh, they have a really neat-looking 5G device mm -hmm. that you just put on your window. And, and it's uh, the, the whole concept is designed around uh, that you'll be able to go out, out and maybe order it from Amazon or something, mm -hmm. or buy it in the shop, take it home, unpackage the box and it's probably easier than setting up your Wi-Fi router you, you download an app to your, to your smartphone it helps you pick the right window to put it on and then you just stick it on the window give it power and uh, and then uh, the app and connects to the device and, uh, and you're away off you go and, uh, that was pretty cool that was pretty, uh, yeah. it's, it, but you can get guidance on how to put it up there yeah oh, pretty nice it, but it's, it's a, a big, bit like it's a it's a nice feature. It, it is, but I mean, what 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 if, if you're stuck with something at home and something breaks and you have to fix it or, you, or whatever? What do you do? You go on YouTube and look for advice. <laughs> <laughs> at least I do. Yes. Yeah, me or, too. Or, or or search for the manual on yeah. online. Yeah. Yeah. So so you come in, you see this big drum. Uh, and then we've got a really, I think, I think it's worked really well with the with with the setup uh, as you come in. Uh, on one side, we talk about the consumer experience with 5G yeah. and uh, what a consumer is going to be able to do, and, and, and uh, you know things like immersive experience. That's no. uh, later when we talk about that. That's uh, Ola Saltet's area. That's uh, that's Ola, yeah, but yeah mm -hmm. exactly. So and and that's you know we uh, uh, we have like holographic video conferencing and uh, you know like uh, people walking around with visors and VR and AR and mm. and uh, immersive sports and being able to jump into a sport and and, and uh, follow the action from any angle that you choose. So that's really cool. On the other side, when you come in, is the uh, is the industrial applications. Uh, so that's things like uh, using 5G in in, uh, in factories for factory automation, cutting the cord on these these big expensive robotic machines. So that if you want to reconfigure the, your factory, you don't need to stop everything for two for two weeks whilst you move everything around and recable. You know, you, you, it's the time it takes you to reconfigure. You don't have any any of that overhead, uh, and of course, you know, stopping production line and reconfiguring it. 
means stopping production. Yeah. So uh, yeah. you know, there's there's a, there's a, a business case just business in, case in there, that, yeah. aside yeah. from the reliability and the benefits that you get from using 5G. Yeah. So you know, there's lots of interesting things in there. That's where we also have the radio stripe. I think Ooh, we'll yes. talk about maybe radio stripe later in our podcast today. Uh, what else can we talk about? Yeah. We have this emerging business area. That's that's actually where the radio stripe is. Ah, that's true. Radio stripe is uh, it's one of our research projects, mm. but kind of cool. Yes, pretty cool. So we have a lot of researchers here actually on, on the stand uh, who were doing some pretty futuristic things as well, right? And the the, the radio stripe as well. Yep. Then the biggest part. The biggest part. Okay. Well, that, I mean, those two parts talk about the things that you're going to be able to do with the technology, yeah. or things that people are doing with the technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you get into the technology itself, and that's uh, that. I think is that a lot of the people that come to us are interested in. Uh, they're, they're mobile operators and are interested in uh, you know what am I going to be able to do with my network to deliver service and particularly when we talk about 5G how do I make it happen what do I have to do what what uh, clever tricks have we got up our sleeve so we've got uh, everything from uh, our 5G radio dot uh, which is a which are, you know, for, for putting up indoors yeah, indoor coverage yeah uh, and uh, you know that's how to put 5G into offices, into, yeah. for instance, if we're talking factories, uh, factory automation, mm-hmm. and you want to provide 5G coverage indoors, perfect for that. Uh, we've got a whole range of, of radios uh, that go, you know, from everything to, to put on big antenna masts to things that you put on, like on the street corner, to, to, to and the things that you can use in. Uh, place lots of stations and, and that type of thing where you've got a big mass of people and, and need to provide lots of data. Uh, but it's not, you know, that's the, kind of the hard bits. We, we you know, everything, we microwave links, for instance, for, for transmitting information back into the network. Uh, but we have the, the core network. We, yeah. we introduced a fantastic new uh, uh, cloud-native uh, dual-mode core. Yeah. Uh, with the 5G platform, part of the 5G platform. Mm. Yeah, and that's that's a, a traditional uh, or, or non-traditional teleco core. It's it's the core network functions, but you can deliver them through the cloud. Mm. Yeah. Uh, with a very smooth migration from running everything on 4G to to gradually moving over to running everything on 5G. Yeah. I don't want to cut you off now in the middle of going through the networks area because I think that's the that's my where my heart lies. But uh, Paul, we have another area as well, and that's the the orange area here. So it's okay, Janina. You can cut you can cut me off whenever you want. But uh, but you're talking about efficient operations and AI and AI exactly. No, no, but that's uh, that's an also an interesting area. Uh, and, and we've talked before, and we're going to do, uh, about operation and maintenance. And in fact, we're going to do a session just on on that topic. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, there's a lot of interest in artificial intelligence and machine learning, uh, and how you apply that in telecoms. One of the areas that, that we're applying that is when it comes to uh, the operation of the network, and that's everything from how you 
plan for a network, how you roll out a network, and how you um, manage the network when it's in service, how you configure the network on an ongoing basis. And so that's, and we, we talk about a little bit about orchestration and maybe that's something we can come back to, uh, which is how, um, if, if you think of a network, it's, it's an interesting way of thinking. If you think of a network like a, like a person, uh, as you know, you, you breathe, your heart beats, your, your muscles work, you, you know, there's always something happening in your body, you know, you, you eat things and digest it and convert it into energy and, and you know, so that your body's continuously being maintained, but you don't need to expend a lot of brain power in doing all of that stuff. Your brain is kind of doing that in the background. Now when it comes to a 5G network, mm-hmm. um, 5G networks, you know, every every generation, you know, you add complexity into the network. We have more bands, we have more nodes, you know, there's lots more things that need to be controlled. Uh, and uh, you're, you're kind of looking at how do you make that network, how do you make it manageable in the same way that you manage your body, which is to say most of the time you don't think about it. Uh, some of the time, then you know your body comes back and says, "Hey, I'm hungry," and then you need to do something. Yeah. And that's kind of the way things need to be with a with a network. It's, mm-hmm. You know, hey, I'm running out of capacity here. You need to give me some more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even you know, even that will a lot of that will be handled automatically. The cloud-based functions, you can scale them when they, you know when when they, when uh, thirty thousand people arrive at a football stadium you know the network goes hey something's going on here i need more i need more computing power mm-hmm. and you spin up a new machine and, and expand this the, yeah. the scale of the network mm-hmm. so lots of clever stuff uh, one of the things we have in that area of course is what we call the operations engine mm-hmm. uh, and that's a whole set of tools and, and, and ai tools and processes where we can uh, you know, we can use those Concepts as a as a suite for actually running operator networks, yeah. and we will use that in our managed services. So that's where you as a you as a consumer um, you you uh, connect to your operator network, um, but uh, you know the, the operator owns the network, but it's actually Ericsson that that does all of these functions to make sure that the network continues to run. Yeah. And talking about networks, uh, I mean, we have a live 5G network here, but we have also 5G networks all over the place. <laughs> all over the place? Yeah. So we are, we are running oh, you live. Went, okay. All over the place. All you mean this place? place? Yes. La Fiera. <laughs> Yeah, so we're uh, we're uh, we've scattered ourselves around the La Fiera this year. Mm-hmm. So if I just uh, check out the list here, so um, Ericsson 5G live on uh, with Qualcomm in the yeah, Qualcomm booth, Qualcomm's booth and with and Intel, Intel, of course. So those are the big uh, chip manufacturing. Those are two of the big chip, the chip manufacturers. manufacturing for for the upcoming 5G smartphones. Yeah, and we and we do a lot of work with both of those uh, those guys. They're, um, they're big in the ecosystem and you know, for a 5G network to work, you need everything from devices, like chips, 
that go into devices that work together with the networks. You know, and, and uh, so there's a lot of collaboration across the industry to make those things happen. Uh, but even uh, you know, some of the operator stands, so NTT Docomo, in, uh, the Japanese operator, um, Vodafone, of course, uh, operating in many markets, yeah, and uh, Telefonica. Vodafone, we had the band Vodafone, playing over 5G. We have the, the <coughs> band, and we have uh, with Telefonica, we have even uh, announced that we are connecting the Camp Nou, the national arena here. We, we did. Yeah. That's one of these uh, connected sports mm. things for Im immersive sports experience. Yeah. And that's kind of, as I said, what I said in the beginning, down in the consumer area, we're showing that type of immersive experience. Now we're going to make it happen in, uh, you know, in, in the big uh, football arena. Yeah. And uh, sorry if we're getting a bit rambling here, but uh, both Paul and I are pretty tired after this last week, right? It's been uh, a lot of work. It's, uh, it's it's very fast to pace. Yes, if you want to put it, that way. it is. So uh, if we're, uh, oh yeah, oh my God, yeah, I tell almost me, forgot. Janine, you heard a rumor. <laughs> yeah, I um, I had a rumor that we were actually having a live 5G network in Google's meeting rooms. <laughs> so that's, that's so, a bit of an odd. So if you're listening to the <laughs> podcast and you've been in a meeting with Google, yeah. send us a message. Is it true? Yeah. Were they using our 5G? Did, did we show fi live 5G network in Google's meeting room? Or were they just borrowing it from the stand next door? <laughs> Email us on 5Gpodcast at ericsson.com. Please do. And now we... We'll talk to our colleagues who were visiting us a couple of uh, weeks ago from, uh, and then talking what we will show at Mobile Congress. And they are back and they are also quite tired. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, let's That's hear from the team. Yeah. We are live from Barcelona. We're here. We're here at Mobile World Congress in Barcelona, and it's Thursday afternoon, yeah. and we're here <laughs> with the team that we had uh, a couple of weeks ago. Two yeah, two ago, weeks ago. Saying uh, uh, these are all the things that I can't tell you about when we're going to be at yes, Barcelona. Now, but now we can. <laughs> now, now we can get all the interesting stuff out of them because now basically it's out. So. Yeah. And, but now, perhaps you're done talking. Still finishing yeah. some <laughs> of them. It was a long silence. Yeah, yeah because you are processing. Yeah. You know, as I mentioned before the recording, my brain hurts. So yeah. <laughs> we need to how, process your question. How, t how tired are you now? Very exhausted, I would say. Completely yeah. exhausted. Yeah. yeah. I guess this shouldn't be a podcast, but Ola looks like he hasn't slept for four days. <laughs> Maybe that's, that's the case. Nice. <laughs> no, 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 we're close to it, actually. No, no, no. But I mean, if you miss an hour or two every night, I mean, then you get tired of it. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's not only from the, the event, of course. I mean, we've been working hard for several weeks. Yeah. Yeah, so. 
seven months. Uh, yeah, but maybe you can slept a little bit better in the beginning of the project. But the closer you get, the tougher it gets, the more nervous you get. Maybe not nervous, but there are more things to sort of take care of to, yeah. to actually make a cup. Yeah. And uh, was your area especially difficult this year? Uh, no, I wouldn't say that it's especially difficult, but I mean, everything should sort of uh, be come everything together and, 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 and the demos should work. And, yeah. uh, and it's not well, we have several demos, I mean, that we have invented in a sense. So there is no ready-made technology just to, to use straight off. Yeah. You don't go to a radio shack and buy it. So. No. But in the end, I mean, it's a super great team. Uh, I think that the difficulties have been to get all the different people together. Yeah. I mean, in our immersive demo, it's, it's an ecosystem thing to make yeah. this happen. That's uh, one demo. That's but one this demo, is yes. like This is a huge event, like all the people in the industry are here during this week. Well, I think it's a, to... was it 100,000, 110,000 visitors, I think, in yeah. total. Mm. Yeah, and uh, I saw that uh, La Fera has uh, 200,000 square meters of exhibition space. Yeah. I'm pretty sure most of it is. Wow. We have 6,000 square meters here yeah. in the hall. Yeah, learned that. And, uh, and 100, and maybe Angelo, you know, 100 and something demonstrations. Yeah, something yeah, like that. Something I don't have like number on top of uh, my head, but it's a lot of things. Yeah. And but this year, I think that we did really well in the way that we're showing technologies. I like um, the mix here. Yeah. We've got uh, the, the pieces talking about what consumers can, can do with the technology, pieces that are talking about uh, what industries will do. And then we've got the, you know, everything from from uh, things that I'm going to put up in my house for fixed wireless access to uh, to radios that the operator is going to screw on the wall to pieces of software that will go into operation centers mm -hmm. and people will sit in the little rooms doing their, yeah. whatever people do in the little rooms. And, of course, the big hot topic of this event, 5G. Right? And we've been touching some 5G <laughs> phones here. Janina's oh, been yeah. 5G yeah. tweeting. Yeah. The first, yes. first 5G, 5G tweet ever. Yeah. And we've been uh, dri driving, oh, a, we've been steering a truck over 5G as well. Yeah. 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 That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's super cool. Uh, and, uh, and, don't, and don't forget about the how to operate that network as well, right? Because it's the first part that people forget about. And it's uh, how you manage such a huge complexity. And that you do with automation, AI, and that's actually what our customers saw during the event. Yeah. So perhaps we should start off with you, because you weren't in the last podcast, Xavier. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you want to present yourself. Who are you? And yeah. uh, what are you doing at this podcast? Yeah, exactly. Who invited you? Yeah, I just happened to be here, and you know, I was having a coffee, and someone said, hey, do you want to talk about this? Yeah. Now, so I'm a SPM, so I'm a product manager within NFVI. And here I was uh, driving the area around operations with automation and AI. So that was super interesting because our customers came in asking for us, so what do we have here? What can you show? And I asked, oh, so do you think the network is complex today? And they say, yeah, yeah, it's super complex. So how is it going to be in the future? And I say, wow, unmanageable. I say, yeah, but don't worry, relax, because we have the solution for you. And this is what we showed in the different parts of the booths. And they were super happy because you could see their faces, like when they were looking at us and what we were presenting, talking about our customer references, we were sharing demos with them, right? So they were saying, oh wow, this is actually real, it's happening. So the feedback was great. You know, we had this new announcement, uh, the product launch with the operation engine. Yeah. We had NFVI, distributed cloud, yeah. edge compute, I mean, you name it. 
security, digital, everything was here. So really, really good feedback so far. Yeah. yeah. It's all about taking care of the network in the end, managing it. It's all about providing customers with end users with good service. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's the end. Oh. 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 it is. It is. It is. The whole of the, the operations thing yeah. that you're talking about, how do I configure a network slice or how do I look after the yeah. environment to make sure that, that it scales and gives me the resources I need? How do I keep track of uh, the quality of phone calls? Mm. All of that is about you know, the user gets the service mm. that they're expecting. Yeah. And actually there were a lot of people coming in for that network slicing bit, right? We did this announcement with Phoenix. And that was the service assurance. And they said, yeah, so many network slices for different use cases. How am I going to manage that? And with this, you know, end-to-end service assurance, we showcased that. And you could see that there were hundreds of people around, those poor people on the demos. But they were actually doing great. I realized sometimes they were having a microphone, which was, you know, there were so many people, they mm -hmm. couldn't sound even more. And maybe you can see my voice. It's also going away. <laughs> yeah, we talked about that last time. Yeah. And I said last time that, you know, my voice is going to be different. And it, yes. I think it is. <laughs> it's better now, though. Yes. Yesterday afternoon, I could hardly speak at all. But today, it's been a little bit quieter, so it's better. Yeah, but you can, you can really hear that you're yeah. voice now, yeah. 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 And, but how's the show been for you? Oh, it's, uh, it's such a special event, I think. It's mm -hmm. like a, you do all this preparation and you have all the excitement, and then, poof, it's Thursday afternoon. So it's been going non-stop. And it's really nice because we're recording this sitting down. Which I appreciate. Yeah, I'll secret. I'm here with the analyst relations team. And what do we do? We meet with analysts, we bring yeah. 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 spokespeople and experts to talk about the latest stuff, like, yeah. the, like the orchestration, and we sit down. Yeah. So that's a, that's a team you should join, then. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so next time we're going to do this. Just a tip. Let, let's yeah. have your seat or uh, you know, make yourselves available as spokespeople. I have. I have been in a couple of those as well. Really? <laughs> the good discussion we got, for example, it was very interesting. Oh, but you asked me how it's been, and I think it's uh, uh, one of my, like, one of the things I take with me, is especially for the industry partners that we met with. I met with a couple of them, you know, in manufacturing, car manufacturers, uh, uh, um, logistics companies, a lot of different types of industries. and. A lot of them have actually done their 5G pitch to me. Uh, <laughs> so they, they, that's, that's something I think is super interesting because I feel like many of the industry players, they, they love the, the idea that, of the things that 5G can bring to them. So they come and ask me, so how, how can we make it possible? Mm -hmm. So I think that's, uh, that but, I think is one of my, one think, of, you know, when we talk about 5G, we talk about 5G being important for industries. Mm. If that's going to become a reality, it's not about operators pushing industries and saying, look, I've got this clever stuff. It's about industries saying, I see the possibilities, give exactly. me your stuff. And yeah. Einride is such a great example of this. So yeah. Tell us more about the Einride. I will. It, it was voted the most, <laughs> the demos I most wanted to do in our social medias. But, so Einride is a, it's a Swedish startup company. They produce these autonomous electric trucks. 
it doesn't actually have a place for the drivers. They're completely. They, they look really cool. They look really. They call it teapod. So please Google uh, <laughs> or use any search engine. Politically <laughs> 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 correct. <laughs> Just Google with Bing. <laughs> Google Bing. I don't know. Um, anyway, so they um, we have had uh, one of these vehicles in. Uh, there's a test track outside of. Uh, well, it depends actually which city you're from. If you're from Gothenburg, say it's outside from Bros, but it's. It's in a city in Sweden, let's put it like that. Outside in this test track, we have had this vehicle running now for the four days, driving around on this track, and you can remotely steer it from, from here in the booth in Barcelona. And uh, the, the most interesting part of that, I mean, remotely steering vehicles, we've done that for a while, that's not the, the coolest part, but it's done over 5G, and it's also a very, very real and concrete use case. We actually use this today, so it's very common that you have autonomous vehicles in closed environments like warehouses and other you know, mines or this, but these are actually used on commercial roads for the last bit between factory and the and the warehouse. Uh, and they have a number of operators operating maybe 10 or 20 different vehicles at the same time. So we're also showing how this traffic tower that you need to control this traffic mm. uh, is, uh, is really important. So it's... Uh, so, it's so that's like road traffic control? Exactly, road traffic control, basically. Mm -hmm. Uh, and uh, it, the, it, the interest has been massive, and uh, it's we've had some, uh, we've had everyone sitting in that driver's seat, from you know ministers to CEOs to you know bloggers and uh, stars of all sorts. So it's been uh, the queue's been long, you can say, to this uh, to this demo. It's, it's yeah. a huge success. Nice. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, so. but I've been there too. I mean, it was <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> I kind of escaped from my network there, and then I went to industry just to have a look on the really cool demos that we have here. And actually, what we have uh, done this year to introduce these uh, immersive demos that introduce the area, and I think this is really, really successful. I mean, really good feedback from everybody that I have yeah, talked to. I agree. All the visitors as well. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm referring to the visitors. Yeah, yeah. not us. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about Chris and Edith. Yeah. So, 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 so tell me, how long do you think it's going to be before we see an AI replacing a business model? <laughs> Never. I'm going to. No. Can Never. I replace myself for next year? <laughs> <laughs> That's easier. I mean, we don't need we don't need the drivers. That's easier. Yeah, I don't think that we need drivers anymore. But the, I mean, the I think that the highest point in this event uh, is actually the people. I mean, this is the everybody that came here and talked to business builders and uh, product managers and everybody that was here. I, I think that they are really innovating in a way that they put the technology in a context of usability. And that actually got the same, similar feedback from customers and from the partners and media. That is, uh, Ericsson this year was uh, the only one, according to them, that actually uh, talk technology have in some context in terms of usability or use cases or applicability. That was a strong point from our side as well. And you, uh, I mean, you've been working with the networks area. What, what kind of feedback and what have you been showing? What, what the highlight of the network area? 5G? Huh? <laughs> uh, now we have, uh, I think that I mentioned before in the, in the previous podcast, uh, I mentioned that we, the plan was to create a playground for CTOs and I think that this is exactly what I saw. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a really high level guys, really senior guys, CTOs, sometimes CEO, 
just plain with our interactive walls and just navigate and have a lot of fun and they really love uh, and having conversation with the technology and the strategy at the same time yeah. and the investment decision. So that was uh, one uh, highlight. When it comes to the, from the technology point of view, I think that the, the overall 5G, uh, including the 4G evolution to 5G, so you name it, in, from uh, 4G to 5G carrier aggregation, our spectrum sharing, um, the 5G with the 5G ecosystem, we show the standalone and non-standalone live demos. We have a live network here with uh, commercial devices and we are showing this interoperability between uh, with multi-vendors from the device point of view. Live, multi-band network, I think we are super strong. And then it comes from really this area from my rural type of applications and the industry type of application. Then we come to IoT, broadband IoT, mission critical application, privatality, a lot of things. Yeah, it's so amazing to see that we're doing so much live. Yeah. I mean, when we talk demos, you would sometimes, the, um, and previous years at Barcelona, it's been sometimes like, oh, you just talk about what it's going to become, or what it's going to, yeah, and we have it's, it's PowerPoints, and yeah. <laughs> but but uh, now it's uh, I agree, I agree with you. It's so much live stuff, and we can really, really show the capacity and the speeds yeah. and on and now also yeah. on the 5G prototype devices. Yeah, and I think that that represents what we are, we have been said, or our president, Bode, mentioned that we are doing, and yeah. this is how to, we are, we do it, we are showing this, and this is it, it's available. Yeah. And going into the consumer hmm. area then, Ola, you've had a lot of things what? to do for the 5G for consumers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is a little bit of a special angle when, to, when you're talking about uh, like bringing it out there, making it real for the customers. Yeah. Yes. I mean, what we wanted to demonstrate was actually something that you can experience in reality, and what the value would be of 5G for you as a consumer. And we use this. Uh, we use sports as an example of doing that. And I think that everybody can relate to that. And everybody sort of saw the value of it. Uh, I mean, you're simply becoming your own producer. And everybody looking sort of on, on a sport realized that you only see the, uh, for instance, in our case, we had the racetrack. I mean, you would see the car for two seconds and then it disappears. So a lot of action yeah. happening around the race. But now, now you can actually influence or be on top of your production your own experience but the thing was also that I mean I think we have to explain a little bit about the racetrack yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah but it is then uh, okay if you start from the beginning yeah. then, I mean so we had a live race here we could say but it was on a, on a miniature racetrack Skelectrix racetrack which all boys and many girls recognize from from the childhood I would say yeah Okay. Yeah, and, and on top of that, I mean, we little had... Um, cars, little colored cars on the racetrack. Yeah, yeah. With, with ads on and things like that, numbers and yeah, very cool. Yeah, they were racing there, of course. Mm -hmm. And we used that actually sort of to demonstrate, well, the reality then, as if you were on the racetrack. How can five people use them? Yeah. And then we, we put on sort of a demo, or not a demo, but a media production on top of that. And we had uh, uh, because you can get, you can get so much more. Yes, we place cameras yeah, along too. the 
along the track, of course, so you can actually see the whole track if you like, and you pick your own angle whenever you like. Uh, and that is, of course, useful. Or if you are at home, then, of course, you want to be at the track, and you can actually almost be at the track if you use a 360 camera and a pair of Googles. Then you're in the middle of the audience, and you can look around you and feel sort of the heat in the, in the arena. Yeah. Yeah. So virtual reality? Virtual reality, we come back to that now. Since I mean, <laughs> many people are a little bit older than me, the young generation expects something more than just sort of a, a, a video. They, want, they are used to gaming and they are used to animations and things like that. And that is, you can put that on top of everything. So you can create environments which sort of uh, is, is different maybe from the reality, uh, which you can put gaming up on, for instance, where you can have personalized advertising on top of that. So, so we have had visitors from, I would say, the younger generation, from, from 20, well, we have a, a school classes here yesterday. Yeah. They, they were amazed, but they may be a little bit too, too small. But. And then the older executives, I mean, the, the guys who have been around for quite many years, I mean, they were also excited. And I think that was the cool thing. And, and, and also that many of our customers actually want to do something. Either they want to do this together with Ericsson uh, to demonstrate it, or they decide we want to have this on this race next year. Several times. A lot of people are open eyes for this. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Yeah, it that was amazing. Really, yeah. Yeah. It, that's, that's actually another takeaway from uh, my experience here, is that uh, our, the demos have become a lot more tangible. Like, it's a lot more like touch, feel, look inside. And I think that was uh, one of my reflect reflections as well. And, and actually, we got that, uh, we had that conversation a few times, where you see the realizations like, ah, oh, this is real. Mm. This is actually, you can do it, you can touch it, you can have fun with it. But we also, we have had some fun there, must I have to say. I mean, we have a dancing <laughs> robot, yeah. dancing spider robot, yes. which is very popular. But I think the, the hourly concerts have also been a great mm. fun. Mm. When you're sitting down and you're trying to have a quiet meeting yeah. and suddenly it starts playing yeah. Yeah. music. It's and and I was saying at least, to, at least today we played one song from this decade. <laughs> <laughs> but now it, we, I don't know if you know, listener, dear listeners, but we had uh, a band where half of the band has been in Vodafone's booth and half of the band have been in our booth. Yeah. and they've been playing uh, together with 5G. Mm -hmm. And it's a great illustration of what latency actually means because human ear is extremely sensitive to latency. Yeah. So if they would be a little bit off, or if the latency would be a little bit off between two locations, we would hear it straight away. And it's, uh, it's, it's been, um, it, at least it's been boosting my spirit a bit after well, a few it, long days. So you've had a bit of- It has been good, really so, good. Actually. Especially for us, it's been very close mm -hmm. to the band. We've been dancing. <laughs> uh, you, talk, you talk about latencies, that thing is like it, you get a big crowd of people and there's like somebody at the front that sings yeah. and the people try and sing along exactly. and, then, and then you, st you, know, you sing it, you stand at the front and you hear, well, why are the people at the back like singing at exactly. singing out a tune or so, you know, because the, they should just because listen the to the time concert. it takes for, the, for, the, for, for them to hear yeah. what it is they sing along to. <laughs> Yeah, and actually, I would like to comment one thing because uh, I realized that uh, day by day you get a little bit more tired and more yeah. tired. Mm -hmm. But today everyone was dancing. So how do you explain that? Like uh, you are super tired, but because everyone was excited, and actually it was not only music, but uh, it was actually the, all the discussions, yeah. engagement, and then plus music. Yeah. So it was just perfect. I must say, like you see so many people here who are happy. I mean, even though it's really, really hard work. Yeah. But, but I think that there is an explanation for that mm -hmm. because I think that we start to get tired and tired when in the project the the 
design and execution phase of the infrastructure and then you're super tired on that but once you are here you this is real you see the real our customers real people with the real questions and real challenges and we have to have, give them real answers and be tangible so this is why the energy start to pick up again mm. and yeah. it's so fun <laughs> I mean you literally meet people from all over the world I oh, don't yeah. think I've touched every continent. <laughs> that's uh, and that's amazing. I think. Yeah. Anyway, I saw a, a stat. I think it was we had the visitors from 120 countries. Was that correct? Wow. Something like that. Wow. Uh, that's. Uh, and that's very diverse, right? Because you get uh, from you know people from operators, from industries, uh, regulators, investors, uh, from the schools as you were saying mm -hmm. before. Yeah, manufacturers. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And bloggers and. and bloggers. Social wow. Media. Social media was big this time. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was a key takeaway for me too. I've been seeing many cameras, like film cameras. Yeah. There's been a lot of uh, recordings, yeah. and not only by you know people who do it professionally, but everyone wants to record and memory, mm. yeah, capture, yeah, yeah, capture and and enhance. Yeah. Actually, during one demo, I had to record one YouTuber because yeah. he had to play my game, and then I would say, "Do you want me to record you?" And say, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." So I was doing the camera roll as well. So <laughs> we are multitask people. Really. Yeah. So anything. That what what's your biggest thing, biggest memory from this, personal memories from this event this time? I maybe can start with one point that uh, you know since uh, the last uh, maybe two years we are talking about uh, co-ownership in Ericsson and when you come down here and you see that uh, not that only everyone is connected and everyone is like really happy and enjoying each other but also our technology have a storyline. So when I work on my part and then I move to the other part, I realize mm, they are both connected, they are both my parts. And then I go from industries to operations to 5G networks to innovation and everything is connected. So this time I think we actually managed to showcase what we are in Ericsson, which is one company and we act as one for all, for operators, for industries. And I think that was a very interesting insight, at least for me. One thing that I will take away, I think, which we haven't touched upon with some of the demos in the research area, we had the radio stripes, which for those of you who follow us on social media, you probably saw it. So because they were revealed by our CEO, Gary Ekholm, uh, when he did the first press conference on exactly. uh, Monday morning. I think he actually even opened the show by cutting the stripe, right? Or at least he did it for us. Yeah. <laughs> it's like cutting the ribbon. So the radio stripes is a concept of how you could uh, very easily um, deploy and roll out uh, Radio base stations. So it's it's actually literally, yes, literally, literally roll out. It's literally <laughs> yeah. The demo was great because you actually had a roll and you rolled it out. <laughs> roll of fabric. You had and a the, roll of red carpet. Yeah. You roll out the red carpet yeah. with the with the with stripe the inside. Stripe, oh, antenna stripe underneath. Yes, yes. There could be a <laughs> so so the team had uh, produced two kilometers of these radio stripes mm -hmm. uh, to give as to customers uh, and visitors as. Uh, Giveaways and they're all gone now. Wow. <laughs> so it's been uh, it's been very very popular. And, and that's a, in our research area. Exactly. Uh, this so is, yeah. Well, this is not perhaps something that we will get tomorrow, but no, nope, uh, no, but it's yeah, exactly. In, in the, the future, in the near future. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, exactly. It was part of our research project and how you can simplify this. So it's very interesting. No, I, I think that uh, I mean, I'm just building what uh, they said. I think the energy in this hall for me is the takeaway. That's the takeaway. That's for me a takeaway, and the energy can. And from you had the a great team, right? 
we all have a great <laughs> team. I mean, again, we talk to the people. I mean, it, it's amazing. In the very first day, the first half day, that is always shaking. We don't know if everything is working. We have to fix a lot of things. Make some adjustments. You know, oh, works. that is life! I forgot. <laughs> but once everything is there, and then we fix it, and then it's amazing. Um, and then the energy again. My example, that's my takeaway. When I see uh, really important senior people playing and have a lot of fun using the technology in a real type of application use, of use case, for me it's a takeaway. And that's what they say. Now I understand why this technology is for. And maybe if I can add one thing, I realized that people were coming back. So, you know, I had people coming twice to the demos. I was like, wow. So they came yesterday and so today the they come back. Yeah, but a customer simple. comes back, yeah. talks to you, or first talks to you once, and then like, hey, this was really interesting. I my my favorite, we had one customer in our area who actually brought her customer back and did the demo for them. So we actually... Oh, but that <laughs> happened. And I'm not sure if I should say that, but I will anyways. We had this thing of bringing people back, uh, came... Uh, I cannot say who, but came people back and they were convinced their marketing team to develop demos as ours. So they were tell internal meeting in front of our demos say this is what we have to do in our company and some others saying that they want actually to buy the demo as well and not only the technology that we're showing. So I think I think that explains a lot. <laughs> this is, and actually, but this is dangerous. Yeah, the city model yeah, that that we, happens. We made some of those for some of yeah, now the city model we we provide a city model which is one demonstration to tell our story. We but gave it. Has, it was the first demo that actually made a profit. <laughs> <laughs> Should we say that? Was, was it so cheap? <laughs> no, but actually, uh, we have uh, our customers and also uh, uh, our people from our industry, our companies in our industry, using that demo. And then we extended this year, and they are bringing here and say, "Ah, this is what we want uh, as well." So but, but just it's important to be, you know, to find a good way to explain the concepts and you know, to make to help the people to understand what is the technology and you know what the possibilities that it brings. It's I mean, really, connectivity it's really is. Pretty much invisible. You can't really see it. So you, yeah. have, you have yeah. to kind of experience it. And this is exactly what we do. We make the invisible visible, yeah. right? And this is what we do with our demos. Yes. Invisible. Yeah. If you ask me about the experience, I keep coming back to this senior executive. I mean, he was really old. And he tried out. He was really old. How exactly how old, Ola? 150? No, but let's say 85. All right, old gentleman. I mean, you, 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 and he sort of tried this out on the VR experience, the immersive sport experience. Yeah. And he was really amazed. Sort of he turned to his entourage and sort of, this is something we need to do now, he said. And then he sort of walked away. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was, yeah, sorry for that. <laughs> No, but it was a, a genuine sort of reaction to it. So I will remember that. Yeah. Great, so great having you all here and uh, revisiting our podcast, talking some 5G stuff. And let's hope you have a great... Yeah, what are you going to do tonight? Party. Dance. <laughs> it's, the, it's the very traditional staff party. So yeah. we will have no... There will be no yeah. social media from that staff party. <laughs> 
That sounds fantastic. Speed of work, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's going to be a fully immersive experience. Fully oh, immersive. Fully <laughs> immersive. And non virtual. Yeah. yeah, let's see that you can have some real fun. And, uh, yeah. and then. I guess uh, what, next week you're starting on the next team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, next Motorwalk Congress. <laughs> I start my vacation. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, we talk to you again in a year, right? Yeah. Yeah. We, can, right. we can check in in the summer and see how it's going to preparation. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you, team. And thank, thank you, you for this uh, Motorwalk Congress. And, and you have one hour left to get out there and, uh, yeah. and yeah, yeah. do, do some it. business. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Cool. Let's have some fun. Thank you, everyone. Thank, Thank you, everyone, you. for listening. Thank you. And bye. 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 bye.